episode podcast where we discuss the B side of life, love, and business. So today's podcast is titled Less Really Is More. And I need you guys to bear with me because my allergies are trying to take me out, but I reject that. So today's quote is Dabbling leads to mediocrity, focus leads to mastery. And this is by Tim Dennings. I absolutely love this quote because I'm finding that it's so true currently where I am in my life. So I thought I'd share it with you guys. So I really want to talk about what it takes to go from being a dreamer to an overachiever. You know, as creatives, it's easy for us to get wrapped up in all the different ideas and projects that we aspire to to do or that we are currently doing and then sometimes we don't we're not able to give it our all because we're doing so many things so I just really want to talk about how awesome it would be if we would just take all the creative energy that we have with all these wonderful ideas and maybe just focus on one or two things and really master those two things or those skills and then move on to the next thing. Like I said, it's so easy to get wrapped up in always trying to move forward and always trying to keep going and keep up with everybody else. But to really, really master something, you really have to take your time. And I read this book over the summer. It was called The Talent Code um, by Daniel Coyle. And it was, it was great. Um, from start to finish, I couldn't put the book down. It was really, really good. And what I really liked about him is that he really took the time to research by going to different places around the world and just getting to know different people, outstanding people, different ages, different ethnicities, different, um, backgrounds and just seeing what it takes for them to really really reach their full potential so i'll include a link to the book in the show notes so you definitely want to take take a look at that book because it was really really good but i just want to share a few points um that i've learned from reading that book and it's really been helping me uh, with my music and everything like So I really want to share that with you guys. Okay, so the first point that he brings to mind um, was about deep practice. Now, deep practice is not just like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to practice a few scales or or I'm going to sit here and I'm going to just write a couple chapters in my book deep practice is like a totally different level and he really really goes into detail as to what that is but essentially it's like you are zoned in on whatever it is that you're doing let's just say you're learning a new piece and when i say that i mean like let's just say like uh, a new classical piece piano What it takes to really, really focus on in deep practice is like everything 
else that's going on in your world is no longer existing. Like you just need to focus on that one thing that you're doing, that one thing. And I like that he talks about chunking. So sometimes it can be really overwhelming when you're starting something new and you're like, oh my God, I got all of this. I got to learn this by whenever. But he talks about just focusing, maybe just focusing on one measure or maybe just focusing on one paragraph in a chapter of your book, you know, take it piece by piece and really, really develop whatever that piece is that you are focusing on, really fully develop and really commit to mastering it and to learning it. And then he talks about like, you know, once you feel like you have it, challenge yourself. So let's say I've practiced one piece, one measure, and I'm like, okay, well, I feel comfortable with this, you know? So then I might challenge myself and I might try to learn it and practice it from memory. You know, I may be reading it, you know, practicing it, and I feel comfortable. So I'm like, let me kick it up a notch and practice it from memory. So that's what he talks about. Like you really need to develop a deep practice for whatever skills or whatever your talent is, you really need to develop deep practice. That's what the child prodigies do. That's what they instill in them at very, very young age. They really focus and they really practice whatever it is that they're trying to master. They commit to practicing consistently every single day. So it's going to require deep practice. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. It ain't for nobody, you know, you trying to play games. It takes real work. But the benefit of that is it creates myelin, which is a result of the deep practice. And what that is, and he talks about this in the book as well, what that is, 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 is created in your body, in your brain, from the deep practice, is created in your brain which allows you to retain whatever it is that you practice. So let's say you practice that one measure, you mastered it, and then you practiced it from memory, you mastered that. And then tomorrow, you walk in and start to practice again, you're going to ha already have that part down packed because you have already mastered it. You committed to that time. So it talks about, you know, how do you retain everything that you practice, which takes hard work and consistency. And lastly, the third point I'm going to bring up is he talks about having the right teachers. And, you know, the right teachers are like lifesavers because they're able to help you elevate your talent to the next level. None of us can do it on our own. You know, you need the right teacher who believes in your talent, but is not going to be like a yes or a person who's going to be like, oh, you're doing so great, you know, but they're not willing to help you reach the next level. Like, you need somebody that's going to commit to you, tell you the truth, give you specific examples on how you can be better. And he talks about that, like making sure that you have the right teachers around you 
when you're trying to master your talent. All of this is required to to be a beast, essentially. You know, one of the examples, he talked about one lady, I forgot what her name was. But she was a classical singer, um, classical, you know, singer, and she had a, a very, very great career, solo career. Um, and then as she got older, you know, music changed and the sound changed, and then she tried to cross over to popular music. Unfortunately, she didn't do well. And it wasn't until she started studying other artists and studying what they were doing and really, really focusing on learning a different way of singing that she was able to master it to the point that she started teaching other other people, other children, how to master their voice. Come to find out, she's actually Beyonce's vocal coach. You just never know who can help you, you know? But the great part about the talent code in the book that I think is amazing is he shows you that anybody, anybody, if you commit to whatever it is that you want to do, if you put the hard work in and the time, you could be Beyonce too. I mean, how great is that? Who doesn't want to be Beyonce? I mean, if you don't want to be Beyonce, you're probably a hater. But that's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, like, he just shows you in detail and with research that anybody can be great. But it's going to take a lot of work. And if you really are passionate about what you say you want to do, then you'll do the work. I know I am. And I enjoy the work. That's just a part of the journey. So the title of this podcast is Less is More. And I think why it's so important is because sometimes we need to strip all the extra away and just really hone in on what it is that we want to do and really, really focus on developing that. Developing it in every way possible and mastering it and becoming great that way. But that's all I have for you guys today. I think I'm going to call it a night and take some medicine, drink some water with my mom and enjoy my evening. But I did want to share a song with you guys. If you listen to my other podcast, I told you that I'm going to start including music that inspires me. Um, And that relates to the episodes that we have today. So today's song that I'm featuring is by Amy Winehouse, who I just absolutely love. And I think she's definitely gone before her time. But the song today is Halftime. And you'll find that it fits perfectly. But as always, I will talk to you guys again. Definitely check out the book. And subscribe. Share the podcast. We want to get all of our creative friends out here confidently doing what we are called to do. So I'll talk to you guys later and I'll
and as always keep God